0: Good morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, get us wondering, get us imagining, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made the connection. So our topic today is a wonderful one because I believe in it. It's art to change the world. And if anything is going to change the world, I think it's going to be art and our imaginations and our willingness to to believe together in something better. And we have a group of women here that have worked hard to create an organization called Art to Change the World, ACW, Barbara Bridges is the founder and director of Art to Change the World. Welcome, Barbara.
1: I'm delighted to be here, Lori.
0: Oh, we're so excited that you're here. Bianca Monique Dawkins, who is the social media coordinator for Art to Change the World.
2: Thanks for having me today.
0: Absolutely. We're so glad that that all of you are here. We also have Laura Manhill. Laura is an active leader of ACW, and she is the diversity and inclusion cultural consultant. Welcome, Laura. Hi,
3: nice to see
0: you all today, or hear you, I <laughs> get, get us all connected, right? It's connected. Well, I love your mission statement. Art to Change the World has just a wonderful mission that I'd love to share with you all. Art to Change the World, ACW, is a diverse nonprofit coalition of changemakers employing the arts in service of positive social change. We are a 501c3 organization overseen by a 10-person board of directors. So, Barbara... You lead up this wonderful group. Uh, I, on your website, there's a great, uh, a great uh, quote by Steve Jobs. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs and the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. But the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius, because the ones who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. Barbara, tell me about why you want to change the world and why Art to Change the World was formed.
1: Well, this is my sunset project. So um, when I was looking at retirement from my university job, I wanted to create an organization that was different. I had belonged to sculpture organizations, I had belonged to women's organizations, um, and and they were wonderful, but I wanted to create something where everybody was welcome, that multiple worldviews were going to be present and push up against each other. I've been increasingly alarmed by the think-alike silos that I see people creating right now, and I understand why it happened. Um, people are afraid and you feel comfy when you get in a nice little silo and everybody agrees on the rules and everybody thinks alike. But that's not what's going to change the world. And so I wanted to create something that is cross-generational, ethnic groups, um, just everyone who has a thought about trying to live a considered life. That's basically the only requirement, that you're trying to live a considered life.
0: Tell me about a new way of thinking. Well, the
1: new way of thinking is to not I think think your truth is the truth. I'm constantly astonished. There are seven billion people on the planet. The statistical probability that your truth is the truth, well, it's kind of impossible, and oh, by the way, a little bit arrogant. So you've seen some
0: projects that have touched your heart because of this, and uh, you shared a few of them with me, and I, I've encouraged you to, to talk about the wheelchair project. Well,
1: um, our very first um, uh, event, right out of the shoot when we were formed, uh, we created an exhibition um, called See, Say, Do. And, you know, we all see things, we yap about it, but what do we really do? And so that's what this exhibition was about, and it had lots of workshops attached. And one of the um, uh, events was looking at the differently abled, and Eric Helgerson um, is one of our members, and he had a um, he's um, differently abled and he had a beautiful used wheelchair he had gotten a new one a motorized uh, chair and he ended up um, having incorporating that into his project and then giving it to another member of acw who it completely changed their lives to become mobile and that would never have been a possibility without that um so i was i was very very touched by that
0: was that part of the South High School project or a separate?
1: That was a separate, that was part of do The South High School project, um, we created a family engagement center there, and I'm gonna let Laura expand on that because she was directly involved with that project.
0: Laura, I, I'm gonna have you talk about it in the next segment, but give me a quick overview. What was the South High School project about? Yeah, it was
3: called South Heart Family Center, and we actually, the name was something that came from the students. I'm a South High alumni. um, So it was really a a wonderful project for me to reconnect with a school that I was part of. And the students really designed and engaged um, their community in their South High community in deciding what we should do with the space that would make it more welcoming to families.
0: Laura, how did you get involved with Art to Change the World? How were you recruited? How'd you find out about it?
3: Well, it was pretty organic because I am really involved in a lot of other um, organizations. Um, I'm part of a Black-led cooperative called Million Artists Movement, and we were hosting an event at Squirrel House Arts that Barbara just happened to attend and (laughs) um, because we do these power gatherings, and the whole purpose of those is kind of to you know, interact and, and, connect with folks. And then hopefully something comes out of that because our power comes from us working together. Right. right. And connecting. Um, and Barbara and I just started talking kind of organically and she mentioned um, the work that she was doing and we had coffee not too long after that. And uh, it just kind of, she was thinking about using that space that we were using the squirrel house art space for the see, do event. And before you know it, I was um, Barbara's very persuasive in
0: a loving way. So. <laughs> Thank you for that loving. <laughs> you are pulled into her orbit. <laughs> yeah,
3: and, and once you're in, it's hard to you know, like you end up just bringing more people in. So it kind of was a great. Um, so it was really from the Squirrel House Arts kind of connection, like just being in that space, and uh, which was kind of a cool. It's like, kind of a cool
2: incubator space for creative, so. And Bianca, how did you get involved? How did you get
0: to be part of Art to Change the World?
2: So I first made the connection. A friend of mine is a member of ACW Win-Win, um, and she thought that this would be a great organization. And when I took a look at the mission and Barbara's vision, I was sold right there. All in? All, <laughs> all in, in yeah. yeah.
0: And have you enjoyed the projects that you've been involved with?
2: I've enjoyed it. I've been refreshed and every time I'm talking with Barbara and connecting with members, I'm always enlightened and, you know, it's a different perspective and we definitely need it right now in the current climate that we're living in. And so, yes, I've definitely one been changed by it and been blessed to be able to bring my own perspective to the space. And helped shape
1: how we're moving forward. Her ideas are, are, oh, you can hear my main accent. Yes, the ideas. (laughs) She has great ideas, uh, um, have been... Just fresh and new and, um, and different, different way of thinking. She um, is the one that created the name for um, a big project that we're doing right now um, where, uh, called um, Stand With Artist Project Swap. So she branded that. And what it is is it's a registry of 18 artists so far <clears throat> who are um, going to be putting um, works up for adoption. So, again, I'm going to let Bianca describe this, but we're really trying to move people's thinking from the transactional, which is, you know, what's in it for me, to the relational, what's in it for us. And Minnesota's beloved Paul Wellstone said it so beautifully, which is, when we all do better, we all do better. And, you know, Bianca, Bianca created this project in that spirit.
0: Bianca, I'll let you share a little bit about it. We're coming close to the end of this first segment, but I know I'm going to have you share more when it comes to the third segment. But give us a little quick overview of what what is SWAP.
2: So as Barbara stated, it stands for Stand With Artists Project. And really it's a platform for artists to get support and to also be able to show their real stories, their real people. And I think what is most exciting about it is how we're transforming the way that we're gifting, how we're talking about the exchange of the story. So these artworks that are on the artist to change the world page. And it's just amazing. So I'll get into more when it's part of my segment. I, <laughs> I do
0: like the, how Barbara referred to it as adopt yes. the art. It, mm-hmm. It's like there's, um, there's something precious and living in that, that piece. <laughs> and she's nodding with a thumbs up, so good. I'm glad. I want to make sure that you all know that you can go to their website and become a member yourself. And we'll be talking about that throughout the show. Uh, the website is arttochangetheworld.org. And there are various levels. You can make a donation of $25. And then starting at 50 and up, there's some great benefits that are available uh, to be part of this. But I think the most important part is coming together with like-minded people to create change. And in a time when we're feeling pretty overwhelmed and the world is taking off in all kinds of different directions, having people come together and believe in something bigger than themselves and sharing with each other is very inspirational. And I highly encourage. Go ahead, Barbara. So
1: I would just want to <laughs> pop in here. Um, Lori doesn't know this, but we are having right now, you can join Art to Change the World for $10 um, oh goodness, dur- during, during COVID. We do not want anybody to be turned away because of money. And so um, we'd rather have you with us. And um, the $10 is just to prove that you're really interested.
0: Well, and I'm going to go as far to say, I, I'm glad that there is a $10, but my guess is you'd take up to a $1,000 donation. Oh, <laughs> so, 10000 ten <laughs> yes. So it's art to change the world and art at all levels of support. So we're, we're glad that you're with us today and making the connection about art to change the world and getting connected on our Connections Radio show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back after a few short commercials and talk more about how art can change the world. <music> Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. So glad you made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And today we're talking about Art to Change the World. It's a group. It's ACW. And we have great women from ACW. We've got Barbara Bridges, who's the founder and director of Art to Change the World. Welcome, Barbara. Glad to be here. We're glad you're here. Bianca Monique Dawkins, who is currently the social media coordinator for Art to Change the World. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And she also helped co-produce the show. She pulled together a lot of the ideas and have framed it up for us. So thank you for being a co-producer today. Of course. We also have Laura Manhill. And Laura is an active leader with ACW. She works in the diversity and inclusion cultural consultant, helping getting resources having us know about what things that are available and what we should do to help change the world. With that, I want to ask you a few questions, Laura. You have a great artistic background. I love your storytelling and theater. You were active here in the children's theater. I understand.
3: Yeah, I was. And performance company, Stepping Stone Theater. I basically grew up in the theater community um, here in the twin cities (laughs)
0: I love that you were part of the Social Justice Theater troupe, Making Waves.
3: Yeah. I was the assistant director of that at Hamlin University, and that allowed me to connect with a lot of other great work happening with uh, Social Justice Theater troops across the country.
0: Well, I know that you've had some really great experiences, and I'm excited to have you share about some of the things that have made the most difference to you. Um, We can start with a little bit more description of what we started in the last segment in in talking about um, the South's Heart Family Engagement Center and CSAGEE, but I know there's plenty of other stuff, too, for us to talk about.
3: Sure. Well, I love starting with a a youth-centered project. Um, I have a background in um, education, and I love working with young people, and I got the opportunity through ACW to work with South High School. Um, I'm a South alum, and I got a chance to connect with a group of students who were um, interested in really kind of revitalizing a space in south if you've ever been to south high or if you're from um, that neighborhood you know that south high looks like a prison there's like no windows (laughs) so it can be kind of um, gloomy (laughs) and we wanted to create a space uh, that was welcoming and that would make families feel connected and south has a really diverse uh, student population, and um, as well as their families, and so we also wanted the center to reflect uh, the diversity and the beautiful different languages and culture of uh, the families who
0: who come there. And you had a peek behind the scenes with how we made the sausage. <laughs> Tell me about that.
3: Oh. Uh, I think that wasn't me. Oh, that was. Oh, is that the cise do? Okay, that's Cissé do.
0: So tell me about Cissé do. Oh
3: yeah, so Cissé do. So I was like sausages. Yeah, I I couldn't quite. I I mixed it up
1: in my grid here, so I'm (laughs) glad that you. (laughs) That that was a Hamilton reference. You know that that song in Hamilton where they how they make the sausage. Yes. Oh yeah. With
3: the room where it happens. Okay. Right. Right. So, so cise do is kind of how I got first connected with ACW. Uh Um, And that program was really incredible because each artist was actually paired with an expert in a different area that they were, their topic was focused on. Mm -hmm. So we had seven different workshops, 20 different artists plus 20 different expert voices. So it was kind of the intersectionality, which is what I love about this work is. So it's not just artists that are part of our coalition because um, we're going to make a lot more progress if we're connecting with other disciplines, um, and I think artists have the capacity to really imagine how to make that happen, which is really beautiful. Um, so I had the opportunity um, to work, you know, with a, an expert um, in the in, in cultural studies and curriculum. And my piece was, it was a storytelling piece, and it was really about my background growing up as a multiracial, multicultural um, individual, and I really enjoyed it because it was really personal for me, but uh, the program that we did was very interactive. So even though I was telling my story, using multimedia and kind of all these different elements, um, and consulting with Language Attitude, which is another organization I'm part of, And um, the whole purpose of the event was to connect with the people who were in the audience. And my background in social justice theater is also like, how do you make the audience active participants? So after I kind of told my story, it was really turning it on the audience and not in a a threatening way, but in a fun way. (laughs) So the audience kind of was able to then start sharing their stories. And we had people who were actually like in tears by the end as they were reflecting on their own cultural identities and histories, um, and so then we kind of became this little community. And my event, my workshop, was just one of of many. As I as I said, we had over seven hundred people came to that event. Um, there were people who did. There was we had a roller skater. The, we had people who were integrating, um, you know, sculpture. Uh, we have Barbara's really beautiful. Um, a piece that's this kind of interactive sculpture piece today I'm all right uh we had muralists we had uh photographers uh we had such a wide range and so pretty much any art discipline you were interested in we were we were there <laughs> um, I'm talking about topics from climate change to motherhood
0: so <laughs> It sounds absolutely absolutely wonderful, and I can hear the joy in your voice and just remembering it. But you mentioned something that I'm curious about. Today, I am all right. Um, Barbara, why don't you share a little bit about Today I'm All Right? And then I know that, that you did some work with some young students with that too, right, Laura? Yeah. So Barbara, yeah, why don't you share just an overview of what Today I'm All Right was all so about? So Today I'm All Right
1: is a cabinet that I created um, with two of my expert voices. One was a counselor uh, who specialized in addiction, and the other was a, an author who um, it was in recovery from bulimia and anorexia. And um, the cabinet is, I don't know, six feet high and eight feet long and has 20 drawers in it full of objects, talismans, that we would use um, in a workshop. So the workshop participants would go and open a drawer and in the, there would be objects that, that dealt with trauma of all different kinds, you know, divorce, death of a child, addiction, et cetera. And so um, the reason we call I called it Today I'm All Right, I asked the author if there was one thing that you would like the workshop participants to go away with, what would that be? And she said, I'm so sick of people saying to me, I'm so g- glad you're recovered. She said, that's not the way it works. All I can say is, today I'm all right. Mm. So that's why we named it that. Oh, I love that. And, yeah. And so George Roberts, who is the founder um, – uh, and mastermind over at Homewood Studios um, invited us, to Laura and I, to come and do a workshop. And so I'm going to let her talk about that.
3: Yeah, that was a really incredible workshop um, over at Homewood Studios. And I think what I always, again, I like to center youth voices, because if we're talking about change, who's going to that impact the most is young people, right? Um, and we're really, we need to, Center their voices and ideas And there was a bunch of young folks there And one of the tasks We had folks do was To kind of interact with the sculpture piece And then uh, To then create something Inspired by that And I worked with a young person On a spoken word piece um, And she was so incredible And impactful Uh, Her piece was really personal um, and, uh, And Meaningful It was about gun violence and about someone that she had lost uh, due to gun violence. And that was kind of a theme that was also connected to the the work at Homewood. And after that event, I was just so moved by her um, her work. I said, you know, what, what are you kind of hoping to do after graduation? And she wasn't really sure. She said, well, I want to work with young people, but I don't have any experience. And I happened to be working at the Children's Theater at that time, and we had this apprenticeship program with the Neighborhood Bridges uh, program, and she ended up interviewing for that program and joining oh, the Bridges program. Isn't that one? So she got this opportunity, you know, um, out of uh, this event. So that's what I like is about ACW, is just kind of the synergy and opportunities for uh, for everybody to kind of cross-pollinate
0: and grow. What I love hearing also is it seems like there's a chain reaction. When something happens, it's it. it there is a connection that happens, and then all of a sudden, there's a whole new project that comes out or a whole new opportunity. Exactly. And and that there's there is energy and joy in that. That and I can see how that can keep building the relationships and deepening them in terms of um, being able to do something that's good good for everybody. Exactly. Well, my friend, we're coming up on the second uh, end of our segment, so I need to have us go to break. But I'm so excited about hearing more about the SWAP program that we'll hear about in the third segment. So stay with us. You're on Connections Radio Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we're glad you've joined us, and we're looking forward to having you come back in just a little bit. (music) Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and we have uh, great people here today to talk about art to change the world, and that's the name of their organization. Barbara Bridges is the founder and director of Art to Change the World. Welcome, Barbara. Glad to be here. We're glad you're here. And Bianca Monique Dawkins, who is the social media coordinator for Art to Change the World. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And Laura Manhill who is an active leader with ACW, especially in the diversity, inclusion, cultural area. So, Laura, thank you so much for sharing in our last segment about the work that that you've been doing. And I'm excited to hear from Bianca about the work she is doing, but I want to make sure that I get the uh, website out for everyone to check this out. It's arttochangetheworld.org, and the abbreviation is ACW. So we've got an opportunity to support artists in a very direct way with a program that you've created. Yes. SWAP, Stand With Artists Project. And this is down with transactional and up with relational, as I understand.
2: Yes. So tell me about this. So as you talked about, SWAP, it stands for Stand With Artists Project. So it's one of our new platforms where we can think about the way that we re-gift. And so it's super important to me with the vision that Barbara has created to make sure that artists have a concrete foundation where they're getting support, but also building this family that Laura and Barbara have talked about. How do we make sure that we're all connected and not in competition with each other, but making sure that there's a platform where we're all being supported? And when I first started working with ACW... The first thing that came to mind was real story, real people. People that are really trying to change the world through the way they express through art. And for me, that's super huge. And so I think you should check out Swap. Swap is here. Art to Change the World is here. We're ready to change the game and make sure that artists have a foundation to, to seek support and grow. I think I love giving
0: pieces of art as gifts. Uh, when I was a kid, I remember my family taking me to art shows. And I was out in California and I went to Sausalito. And I still have a piece of art that my, my family let me choose. You know, it, and all the kids could pick one piece of art um, that we would treasure. And, and I've inherited some art from my mom and dad after they passed away. And it, it's something about having a piece of art that even can change how you look at it over the years. And what it means to you, and what it it does have kind of a life of its own. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're encouraging people to think about their birthdays, anniversaries, housewarming, holidays are coming up around the corner. You know, take a look at the art that's available. Now, do you display it um, on the website for folks to pick art, or what's the way if someone wants to buy a piece of art this way and gift it?
2: Yes, so you can go to Art to Change the World's page, and you will see multiple arts that you can select from. You are able to select a piece, and we do. We're gonna have a process where you can hold it for two weeks if you're mm-hmm. on the registry. So, mm-hmm. say you're a bride and you have you see a piece of artwork that yes. you're interested in, you will be able to hold it for two weeks. So I would encourage you to hurry up and get it, <laughs> get it purchased. Uh-huh. There's amazing pieces out there on these sites, and. Like you talked about, when you gift a piece of art, it's, you know, it's a deeper gift. It's a connection that you're having, something that you can forever hold Mm -hmm. near and dear to you. So I think it's really incredible.
0: And you've got lots of price points. I think sometimes people go, oh, art, I can't afford art. But there's price points that everyone, if you're going to be buying a gift anyway, why not get something unique? Yes. Uh, There's so much uh, manufactured products out there that everybody, you know, can get. But art is a piece of treasure that that someone has expressed and created that you'll never find anywhere else.
2: Yes, I agree.
0: And for special relationships, I think they deserve special gifts. I agree. So, Barb, when you were first creating this idea of artists being able to share, what was your vision about creating this this idea of how we can buy and share art together? Well, the artists
1: are in dire straits, some of them, right now. And there's no way, there are no fairs happening. Art of World was canceled in Northeast. So I wanted um, to be able to, we had um, a plug-in for a store, but we hadn't been using it. And I thought, um, all right, this is the time right now, because we have to conceptualize something. And really, it evolved. We have a brilliant task force that have been brought together. And, you know, we thought of putting it up, and then I thought, well, everybody's got a website up. This needs to be something different. This needs to build on our family connections and, and how we support each other. So that's how this adoption... Um, happened. And um, I, you know, I thought, well, I, I always want to walk my talk. So my son-in-law had a birthday. So we had about 40 works. There are 80 works up there now. We had about 40 works up. So I said to him, okay, go to, the, go to this website and choose something under $200 for your birthday. It ended up being the most soulful experience for mm-hmm. him, for me, for the artist that they chose, because they, uh, that artist brought brought it over to me, and then I mailed, wrapped it up, and mailed it to him. Um, but it it built, it really did build community, like we're trying to do, and um, and it worked for everyone. And so that's kind of how it evolved. And then Bianca came up with the name for it. And I got to tell you, I did push back a little bit at first. I did, but you know, to her credit, and maybe mine too, <laughs> I uh, I said you know this is exactly what we're trying to do and she put some um, uh, social media out there that said join the revolution and that's just what this is you know I I, I like to say down with Jeff Bezos I mean you you try not to like stamp on other people to build yourself up and whatever but does Jeff really need our money come on people (laughs) when you buy a piece of art you're bringing the soul of the artist into your space
0: you're also making an investment in our economy and our community because when we are investing in local artists, we're really investing in our world, in our, 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 our neighborhood, and the money stays there and it circulates. I mean, there's a good economic investment that's being made. I, I also love that you're doing some nice things with selling masks.
2: They are beautiful. They are incredible. I have they are. one. They're amazing. I, I, I was
0: gifted one and I was gonna wear it today for our show and then um, I realized I couldn't find it, so I have to buy more because there's <laughs> not only do they have these masks that are beautifully made and they've got amazing material, but they have sometimes little malacros, little charms.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: um, Barbara likes charms. I love charms. I love charms. (laughs) I wore my charm necklace just for Barbara. Uh,
1: I uh, I never met a bead I didn't like. I I go to savers.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
3: My kids loved it. At her house, they have. She's got like a garage full of them. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, her whole her. I was in her backyard, and it's magical. I mean, oh the, the whole area is just magical with art and and fancy and fantasy and 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 whimsy. It's all just magical. So tell us about this because I know you're selling these too. Well, I don't mind talking about this just because it's a project that
1: um, that exemplifies what art to change the world is all about. So it started because right at the beginning, um, I came back back from Mexico in March and I thought I had come into a war zone. I couldn't even buy toilet paper. I was in going to my places like, um, you know, Mike's Discount Food uh, to get my vegetables and they didn't even have a mask on. And I said to her, honey, you need to have a mask on. And she said, I can't even buy one. Remember when we couldn't buy them? So I had been making them. I use a pattern from a line of health. Um, you could do surgery in these things. You could put liners in them and everything. And I went home and I found some barcode material. So I made her one and brought it back and I just gave it to her. And she said, oh, I don't have any money. And I said, no, you don't have to pay me. And she started crying. And so I started thinking about the essential workers that are being forced out into the stores uh, to check our groceries, to work in our restaurants. They can't afford beautiful design of masks, like all of us artists were making for ourselves. And so I just started making um, them and giving them out. And then somebody said, oh, will you do this? Will you do this? And the next thing I know, I was spending three hours making them out of silk, putting little ribbons that went down the back with baubles on them. And so the masks go are from 10 to $40. And we're giving them away to essential workers, but people that can afford to buy them, that allows me to go buy some more Frida Kahlo cloth and, you know, and supplies to make the masks. So I've made over 250 of them now, I think. Um, But they're right on the website. And um, it's really really been a great way for us to show what ACW is all about. We're, We're relational, not transactional.
0: And my guess is if someone wanted to make a donation that would be directed to supporting these masks, you would accept uh, those those donations to support. Because you're doing a lot of this, I know, out of the goodness of your heart, and and you give your time and whatnot. But just to get the materials covered, these are not inexpensive items.
1: No, that that would be great. I mean, that would be great. I, Bianca asked us at the last task force meeting, so, so how are you funding ACW? And I, Layla and I started laughing, and I said... Um, Well, basically, I beg for money and work free.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And isn't that how art has always changed the world? Oh, totally. Totally. (laughs) So I am encouraging the audience to go to Art to Change the World. It is a great website. Not only does it have these beautiful pieces of art, but we're going to talk in the next segment about how to become a member. But one of the things that I also want to encourage you to be thinking about is what's your own definition about how art can change the world? What do you think about when you think about art? In the On the website, I was just charmed by a variety of individuals who came together. And they were writing about how do we know art can change the world. And they were challenged to come up with six words, not five, not seven, but six words about how art can change the world. And I'm just going to share a few of these that, that spoke to me. Um, Jane said, art has, changed, art has already changed the world. Art challenges one's beliefs, experiences, perspectives, said Christy. Lale said art sparks awareness leading to action. Barry shared art can create transformative experience together. Kobe talked about how art reflects emotion and story. Susan, I loved hers, soul screamed, art answered, changed myself. (laughs) Kate said, you touched it, therefore I know. Eyes of hearts may be enlightened. Art led me to confront racism, said Elisa. Shira, art is human beings' mother tongue. J.R., art lifts us beyond now. Grace, art challenges our perspective, change. Gail, Picasso told the world about Guernica, Danielle, thought, response, action, connection, kinesthetics. And one that I really love from Kira, changing hearts through art, changing worlds. How does that make you feel to hear those words that you helped put together with your group?
1: To tell you the truth, I'm feeling weepy at this very moment. Um, those were pretty much at the beginning of this. And um, what amazing people I found, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And to have people go beyond who they are to create something new with not only their art, but with compassion towards other, to create something that is radical. And I want to encourage you in the audience to think about how you can change the world. We're all artists. Art is our mother tongue. We all can create. We all have imagination. And in our next segment, we're going to be sharing about how you can join Art to Change the World and be part of this international organization to make a difference. So stay with us. We'll be right back after a few short announcements here on Connections Radio Show, which is part of AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. Today we've been talking about art to change the world. And it's an organization right here in the Twin Cities, ACW. Barbara Bridges is the founder and director of Art to Change the World. We're so glad that you've shared all your wonderful stories, Barbara, today. Oh,
1: this has been so soulful for me.
0: Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. and. Bianca Monique Dawkins, who is the social media coordinator for Art to Change the World, who also is bringing a lot of heart and imagination to what's next for Art to Change the World. We'll hear a little bit about that as well. And Laura Manhill, you have been active as a leader and a supporter of ACW, and especially supporting the diversity and inclusion as a cultural consultant. Um, I, I know that there was a program that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about, about resources and sharing resources. Let's start with that. Laura, what, what's that program about?
3: Sure. Um, I mean, essentially, what we are trying to do uh, with our organization is also just to, to be a resource for resources that are coming from the community. Um, I think it's really overwhelming sometimes right now to find uh, information, just kind of sort through. What's relevant? What's not relevant? Um, what should I be reading or listening to? So we're trying to kind of curate uh, some resources each month to share in our newsletter. Um, so I've I spent a lot of time connecting with other organizations um, that have lots of different focuses. I think right now it's really important um, to center. Because of the uprisings, the things that are happening in our world right now, to really think about listening to people who haven't always been listened to, um, you know, the dominant narratives uh, are flawed, and they've left people of color out, indigenous people, black people. We haven't always been centered. Um, so I think this is really an important time to really look to resources um, that are coming from organizations that kind of historically have been marginalized. Mm-hmm. Um but then also uh, to think about how we can create
0: our own resources. I'm excited to continue to learn about all the resources that you bring. Uh, Barbara, you have some other ideas about this, too.
1: Yes, I just wanted to emphasize that the way to find Laura's resources is just go to our website, arttochangetheworld.org, and then events and click on COVID Chronicles, and you'll see Laura's um, column in there.
0: And Monique... Looking to the future, what are things that you envision that you want to support in bringing art to change the world?
2: Yes, I would love to see ACW be the pillar to help overcome potential endangerment, endangerment of these spaces where we build art. Because there's a lot of times what I see in the community where there's so much disconnect And ACW has a unique position today, especially in Minneapolis, to be able to bring all of these art organizations and artists together to really continue and build a family. And so that's what I see in the future of ACW. And I'm here to make sure that we have a strong foundation, that we can continue to support and be able to be supported as well so that we can have this space. And I've gone to your website
0: and see the membership benefits and opportunities. Yes. And as you mentioned earlier, you can be a member for as little as $10 in um, looking at ways to support this organization. Again, you can go to ACW. When you go to ACW, you can go to the membership area. Um, $50 would get you to belong to an international and diverse network community. Um, You'd be part of Ubuntu, Is that correct? (laughs) Ubuntu, the film and book, a workshop and discussion, Um, a listing in the membership directory, the use of ACW as a a fiscal agent for grants and inclusion for events and the calendar and whatnot. So there's $10, $50. There's uh, $200, $500. Go for it, Barbara.
1: So our $500 members... um, Get to come, get this, I'm from Maine originally, to my crazy house and studio, and I put on a lobster chowder feed with blueberry pie for them. So this was... Presented to me by one of my board members, and I said, "Who would want to do that?" And she said, "Everybody." <laughs> so every spring, I put on a lobster chowder feed for all of our five hundred dollar donors. So that's one of the benefits.
0: What I love—it's the chowda. Yes, chowda. It's C H O W D A H chowda. Feed, <laughs> and and just so that you get the recipe here, or you get to what the the food that she's, she gets her famous seafood chowder with seafood she flies in from Maine, and it's her Grammy LeBlanc's recipe, and she's got cheesy biscuits accompanied by traditional blueberry pie and ice cream finishes. So yeah. this is this is not to be missed, and you can wear your T-shirt that you get for this as well. Exactly. <laughs> It all, I would
3: like to say, go for it. We value all members the same. You know, obviously, like it's fun to have these extra things, but I also want people to not feel like, well, I don't have as much to contribute monetarily. I also think that Barbara's found ways to help people get involved, if even if you can't uh, contribute, you know, financially. So and, I think that- I just wanted to like mention that because sometimes people can get scared away or they feel like it's inaccessible. But we need all levels of donors to help us maintain the work that we do, but we value everybody the same.
1: So it's it's the three T's. You need to give something, time, treasure, or talent, and everybody's got right. one of those. Yes. right? We all
0: do. And that's, best, I just wanted to call that out. And, and <laughs> Good idea. Absolutely. And it's also a part of finding our path and conclusion. You know, we all have great gifts, and what are those gifts? Um, and how can they be expressed and how can they be shared? And it's a journey in making all of those discoveries. And I, I'm delighted that they have come today and shared their stories um, of hope and of dreams and of possibilities and of collaboration, especially in a time when we so need to come together. So thank you. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Monique. Thank you, Laura. I'll just go around and have one quick, I've got a minute left of what you'd like to have art change the world and I'll let you go first, Barbara. How would you like to see art change the world?
1: I would like to see um, everybody embrace the idea that they can be creative because it's true.
0: Monique?
2: I would like everyone to continue to share their stories.
0: Laura?
3: I would like people to find ways for art to connect to
2: each
3: other.
0: And I would love to see art that dreams of new possibilities. And gifts us with a path to bring us back together. Um and and not just bring us back together, but bring us together in new ways that are meaningful and powerful for all. So thank you for joining us. We so appreciate having our audience be part of our connections. You are the connection as well. Think about Art to Change the World and go to their website, arttochangeworld dot We're glad you're with us today.